A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming up on today's wrestling news, we have a backstage update on Drew McIntyre's WWE status. A former AEW star is returning to the company. A surprising WWE release flies under the radar. And AEW Dynamite is getting a new look. I'm Michael Hamlet. And I'm Phil Chambers. And this still is the news. Oh my god. And it's pretty big news today for a very prominent WWE superstar whose contract has been uh, unknown. His status has been unknown for a little while. Drew McIntyre, obviously heavily in the mix. Uh, It's WrestleMania season and he's going to Elimination Chamber. He's considered one of the favourites to potentially uh, become number one contender for Seth Rollins' world Mm -hmm. heavyweight title. But while all of this has been going on, it's been widely reported that his contract is coming due any day now and will he re-sign and what's going to happen next and all this sort of stuff. We appear to have a little bit of a breakthrough in the story. Per PW Insider, uh, there are sources within WWE that are now working on the idea that he will be re-signing in the very near future. Uh, The report goes on to say that as an indicator of that, Drew has been advertised for a WWE live event in Bologna in Italy. That's on May the 1st. Um, that's three days before Backlash in France, where again, potentially, if he's holding the title, he could be a huge part of it. Yep. It gets him through WrestleMania. Um, it makes this WrestleMania match more than just a, a farewell or a send-off of whatever. Um, so yeah, as of right now, as of this report on PW Insider, it does appear as if Drew McIntyre will indeed be staying put in WWE. It didn't seem that way. Uh, this time last year obviously had that big intercontinental title match at Wrestlemania he came back and he did more business with Gunther uh, in the summer and then it looked as if he himself was putting feelers out there you know like AEW is there New Japan is there how much exactly am I worth what more can I do and WWE seems to have answered that that question rather directly with his booking I would say over the last few months he's been one of not a revelation as a heel that would be unfair but he's been one of the uh, the most prominent key players in WWE with this character that has just been so easy to enjoy and get on board with it and feud with countless other people to the point where as CM Punk sits uh, currently on the injured reserve list Drew McIntyre is like working his own program for the moment he returns mm-hmm. so things seem pretty good if you're Drew right now yeah absolutely this kind of feels like it feels like the Drew that kind of left WWE and did yeah. the kind of indie one like that is like in terms of like the personality behind it mm-hmm. it feels a lot more like that rather than the I don't know, like his promo started going really weirdly scripted and then they were talking about all the sword stuff with his Yeah, it, was, it all got a little bit off the rails. Very WWE game show host, world yeah. champion. Like he was, was getting like, yeah. there, yeah. Of, like this character but a face with the like 3, 2, 1 yeah. Claymore stuff, it was getting there and then they just went a little bit off the rails with it but this mm. feels more like Drew as mm. a person, uh, like turned up obviously. Yeah. But, and he's obviously having a ball with it, with his, yeah. like, uh, his social media stuff. and The, the DM like, home The punk t-shirt, yeah. <laughs> he's doing really well. Um, but yeah, this kind of renewed focus definitely feels like WWE have promised him something and it puts a big question mark on like if he wins the chamber and it is him versus mm, Seth Rollins mm-hmm. on uh, Wrestlemania it puts a big question mark on that match as to whether he might even win it and have a yeah. bit of a title win um, over the summer as a heel champion yep I was thinking about this should Cody win the belt at Mania 
Presumably, he's going to stay on Raw now that Raw's become the A show again. SmackDown needs that top guy, yeah. and it's more it's likely to be around. a heel in contrast to Cody, isn't it? Drew fits the bill in every single way, doesn't he? Yeah, Proven certainly. experience at the top of the card, that kind of thing, can carry shows as a champion. Um, so, yeah, maybe a bit of timing and a bit of consequence. But Drew himself has absolutely worked himself back into this position. Yes. So I hope he's, he's getting that bag, as yeah. the kids say. It's been, and it's been a long road for him. He's, yeah. he's like since the Clash of the Castle peaks. Yeah. Where, obviously, I mean, they couldn't put the belt on him then because mm. they had much more to do with Roman going forward. So then it, that's, after that, it kind of felt like a kind of slow decline of yeah. just... Directionless. Time, it was looking time to go, wasn't it? Yeah. It doesn't seem that way anymore. But this very much feels renewed and exciting again. So yeah. Looking forward for to it. it. See what it. comes out of it. Um, but going over to AEW for a second, someone who left the company mm-hmm. uh, is coming back. Uh, and this is QT Marshall. Now, this is coming from Fightful Select, um, who are reporting that QT Marshall um, has made a deal to return to the company um, a few weeks ago. It hasn't happened yet, but it mm-hmm. will be happening soon. Um, now, before... Uh, he left. He was obviously in-ring talent. He was doing all the QTV stuff. Um, but he was also the vice president of creative and talent behind the scenes. Yeah. Now, this time he's coming back. He will just be taking up that vice president role, not the on-screen talent, on-screen mm. um, wrestler side of things. But it does apparently leave him open to wrestle elsewhere whilst he's working for AEW. And part of the big deal of why he left in the first place, well, it's a, a chunk of it, there was plenty of things, um, was because he wanted to sort of try and, yeah, wrestle more and, like, follow that wrestling dream kind yeah. of thing, as you say. So this kind of gives him almost the best of both worlds in terms of the, like, solid job within AEW, but also allowing him to wrestle elsewhere while he's doing it. Yeah, it seems that way, doesn't it? There's The statement at the time, I recall him talking about obviously believing that there were still dreams he wanted to chase within wrestling that involved matches themselves and yeah. still felt they had obviously bumps left to take. But there was also like little little messages in there about the fact that like the company had changed a little bit and there's nothing wrong with it, the company changed, but maybe I don't want to be a part of that company anymore. Yeah. And obviously then he went and you know, it's taken some time and now he's coming back in. Whether or not that means that we can read into that, that certain changes that he was referring to are no longer there, who knows? That's just pure speculation on my part. Um, but yeah, a QT that doesn't wrestle in AEW on a roster that is already this full, yeah. and yet him still being allowed to go and get those dates elsewhere does feel like a nice compromise has been made. Obviously, his value from his original run between 2019 and 2023 has been acknowledged by the fact that he's coming straight back in in what feels like a similar role. Yes, it almost, almost feels immediately like welcomed yeah. back to the point where, oh, we haven't even, like, we, we, they must have replaced that role at some point. Yeah. And whoever they did, we're just like, oh, sorry, QB's That's back, it. like, off you go. Like, the, only thing, <laughs> the only thing working against them now is, like, in a few years' time when they're going to be saying, like, years of service and he's going to have to knock those first four off, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, like, beyond that, like, what has really changed other than the fact that between them they've come to the agreement, right, you're not going to wrestle here. Yeah, but we've got like 300 gazillion wrestlers so do you understand that and he said yes yeah, that and it's all fair. well yeah he's another guy as well like we were talking about Rocky Romero the other day yeah uh, where people behind the scenes always genuinely have like really nice things to say about yes. him in terms of just uh, the way he is backstage how helpful he is and especially in terms of like the training mm-hmm. um, younger wrestlers and things like side aspect of it he's obviously got his own school as well um so, yeah, it seems like a, another welcome addition back to the sort of behind-the-scenes area of AEW, at least. Yeah, but from going 
into a company to exit in one. We've got uh, a bit of news on a surprise WWE release that's gone under the radar a little bit. Now, there's a couple of reasons for this. Um, the name in question here is Matt Camp. Uh, he's been one of WWE's uh, presenters of the bump and does a lot of their media. And you might have seen him on the likes of not so much the kickoff panels in person, but when they do the in-studio programs for the network or PPAC <coughs> or like uh, the various PLE like shoulder programming that they do. Matt Camp's been one of their regular presenters and never really a guy that's crossed over to the TV product. But it is interesting that his release comes now uh, after we've had Mackenzie Mitchell go in at the back end of last year from NXT and um, just recently Kevin Patrick moving around on commentary before again also departing. It's uh, that's like a number of changes all at once in WWE's broadcasting setup. It makes you wonder if there's like further changes to come potentially. Yeah. Um, the release was uh, something of a shock according to PW Insider to those within the company um, who have only just found out over the last several days um, and there was no explanation as to why he was cut. He's been a presenter of that show since it launched several years ago now and it's still as to this day, again, it's the sort of thing where maybe if you don't know the bump exists, it wouldn't mean anything to you, but it's been kicking <laughs> yeah. around like sort of four or five ages, years yeah. now. as like WWE's kind of primary digital landing spot, I would say, for various wrestlers to come on and talk in and out of character. Yeah. And he's been part of that like regular hosting rotation since then, I think September 2019 that started. That's like a, a five-year run for online content is very impressive within it's WWE. It really is. Um, yeah, so we did other things like, again, like Raw Talk and the SmackDown Catch-Up and all those sort of like link-up programs that you may not see all the time, but they're always there. So his coverage for those that watch them would have been sort of like multiple times a week. Um, so yeah, camp's gone now. There's uh, He's worked previously in wrestling for Tommy Dreamer's House of Hardcore. Uh, he was on Busted Open Radio um, and he's also done stuff for Bleacher Report as well. So there's, he's got like sideways links to wrestling. I guess maybe potentially he revisits those outside of WWE. Um, no word yet on what he's going to be doing. But yeah, uh, he is gone and it's sort of uh, one of them things that just wasn't mentioned for a little while. He made his final appearance at the end of January and then just stopped appearing. So yeah. it's been a, a quieter one. But yeah, just strange that these changes are being made and like coming, kind of coming a little bit out of nowhere when certainly WWE from that uh, outside point of view is presenting itself as a place where people are like happy to be working there again. You get these wrestler cuts, but beyond that, it's been it's looked relatively stable yeah from the employee side of things in terms of the on-camera people the presenters triple h brought back kathy kelly if yeah. you remember yeah. and like samantha irvin's like kind of like shot to fame as like a lot of people consider like the best announcer they've had since howard finkel and all that so yeah somewhat of a surprise this one yeah it's a little bit strange when it comes like it wasn't that long ago where kayla braxton announced her leaving the bump yeah like, to do other yeah. things with uh -huh. WWE, obviously not leaving <laughs> the company um but like just these little changes happening backstage i do wonder if it's either going to be some kind of TKO deal where like mm. sort of part of the merger where they're trying yeah. to cut down on how many sort of behind the scenes presenters people, style things they have maybe yeah. yeah exactly or whether this is them sort of revamping this is pure speculation on my part by the way <laughs> <laughs> like revamping their sort of behind the scenes um yeah. like uh, shows and things on the move towards Netflix yeah, because it's like possibly, yeah. these all these all cropped up in a world where WWE were desperate for as much content as mm -hmm. they could humanly like possibly yeah, make. Yeah, the super service of, era. Yeah, mm -hmm. filling up the WWE network with content and things like that. Um, so maybe that's just a sort of slow decline in things as they lead to Netflix and figure out more about what yeah. that actual content strategy is going to be going forwards. Mm. Yeah, you do wonder how many of those shows necessarily get the views every single week. Like, who are the dedicated hardcores watching yeah. our Raw Talk, for example? Yeah, yeah. and is that of any worth to a Netflix? Yeah. At all. <laughs> we will see. We will, yes, we will. have to wait and see.
Um, but going back over to AW and more changes happening over there. Mm. Uh, this is coming from a tweet from Tony Khan, who yesterday on Valentine's Day, obviously, <laughs> uh, tweeted out this. Dynamite is red, dynamite is blue until the Wednesday after Revolution when we'll have a brand new set for you. Uh, so production changes. Six of the bucket. <laughs> See what he did there. Uh, so yeah, pretty more production changes coming to AW Dynamite. Now obviously this new set was introduced last year, 2023 in January, yeah. and they, when they moved from the sort of entrance tunnels to the sort of big LED screens, taking a much more WWE style aesthetic. Yeah, that was now there's been a few other changes uh, since then. They recently introduced the um, the screens alongside the barrier mm -hmm. and the ring apron. Again, a lot like WWE do, but also very handy for them for advertising things, yeah. <laughs> which is probably the main reason they did that, I imagine, yeah. um, alongside so a few other little production changes. This things. is your wheelhouse, this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this feels like, it, like, it feels like a big year of change almost for mm. AEW. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Like whether they're just trying to like reset, start things over again. They brought back the rankings. Obviously, they've got a couple of big debuts coming up with Mercedes Money and Akada. Akada. Coming up. Come on, brother, because you're making it right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, some like big changes coming forward, and this seems like a bit of a part of this. So it'd be interesting to see whether they go fully back to the sort of dynamite of old, mm. um, or, or like have something like hinting at an entrance tunnel kind of aesthetic, yeah. or whether this is like something bigger and bolder. I hopefully, all I want from it, I didn't personally like the entrance tunnels because I have no nostalgia whatsoever for WCW, <laughs> <laughs> so it did, never really worked for me. Yeah, but I, but the new screens like. They do look nice, but they do look also very WWE light. And like, yeah. if you're not going to be able to beat WWE at that, maybe don't try. So I just want something with a little bit of personality. Yeah. More of a SmackDown fist than a big giant LED screen. It's funny you <laughs> mentioned the SmackDown fist. I was going to shout out my fellow Daddy Boy Michael Sidgwick who made this point. 
the return of the tunnels does feel a little bit like people calling for the return of the SmackDown fist <laughs> yeah. as if it booked. Like as if as if that <laughs> yeah. fist was holding a pencil. That was the uh, thing that made everything. Yeah, good. like I, I understand like nostalgia. Um like guides a lot of our thoughts when it comes to pro wrestling. But yeah, this actually does line up. There was a um a, like a Twitter scoops to post with absolutely no sourcing, which is why we certainly didn't report it yesterday, but ahead of Tony Khan men, like tweeting this out, it just said something like, Tunnels, March, get excited, whatever, and a bunch of people like really wanted them back. I don't know, like new always seems to be the way to go to me. It's not always yeah. gonna work, like taking all that here and modernize it by all means. It's great when you can revisit something that was beloved, but if you just like for like replicate it, it often feels like a step back. Yeah. It might not in the moment, you have a lovely night with it, but there's a reason why, I don't know, One Night Stand 2005 was magic, One Night Stand 2006 looked a bit more WWE, yeah. and then ECW was, oh my God, ECW on TV. So sometimes it's just nice to have a little bit of a replication of it, but then also like pushing things forward at the same time. Absolutely, yeah. It, like At this point, to me, it would feel like WWE going from the giant LED screens back to like the raw um, set with just the sort of square bit yeah. of um, like truss around the edge. You're going to get like, so much anger in the comments because people would like I know, to yeah, take I know, that right. I'm not saying that swinging bad, backlash pincers. But it's saying you're going from something bright, shiny, like, in, like incredible on TV, on HD, yeah. to something a little bit dark and a little bit old looking yeah and i just think something new is what we need like not not going back let's just try something different do you know what, phil do you know what looks uh bright and shiny on television what's that the uh, streets of philadelphia in the credits of it's always sunny in <laughs> philadelphia and we've taken inspiration that for our what culture live show it's always sunny at what culture perfect segue you, you perfect, that? Yeah. see that big fan maybe i should be on netflix <laughs> uh, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be live in philadelphia over wrestlemania weekend we are the meat in your wrestlemania sandwich it's taking place right there underground our sunday april 7th at 12 p.m giving you plenty of time to get yourself over to wrestlemania after it's finished because we're gonna want to do yeah that we're too. doing the exact same thing uh, <laughs> we'll be talking about everything that's happened the night before loads of stuff for the night still to come simon miller will be there you'll probably get a live why there'll be podcasts there'll be quizzes there'll be all that sort of good stuff Stuff. VIP tickets are sold out, but if you get yourself to whatculture.com forward slash tickets, there are some general sales still available. Uh, food, drink, underground arts has got the lot. It's going to be it all. your perfect WrestleMania pregame. We're very, very excited. Come along, come and join us. It's going to be good. Uh, do we have some questions? Yes, why not? I think I've got the biggest one, Phil. Uh, and it's for me. It's from an. Uh, <laughs> no one likes a show off. It's from Andrew Pollard from What <laughs> Culture see. at Cultured Left Peg. Shout out to Andrew Pollard. It was his articles that informed this video this morning. Check them out at whatculture.com forward slash WB. He's Never coming through. He, well, <laughs> he's coming through the questions that matter, Phil. <laughs> What's the greatest Jeff Jarrett look and why is it this? And uh, if Shall I just you, leave you to it? Right now, flash up <laughs> the, uh, the, the suggestion that uh, Pollard has given us, which is the Jeff Jarrett, affectionately known as Aztec Warrior singlet that he wore. In 1998, the sort of the white one. Yeah. It's got like the vest and the shorts. I'm a big fan of that. Thank you, Andrew. Great question. Thanks for uh, checking us out. Um, I'm a big fan of that one. I love, honestly, Jeff Jarrett in white. I know white gear and WrestleMania and white always looks class on all wrestlers. But like Jeff Jarrett in the absolute basic white, say like WCW World Champion, just the white shorts with the JJ down the side, maybe in a in a gold or a blue, like a, something a nice color that really bounces off. The, uh, the white shorts, but absolutely fantastic. Also, 
I'll do one more. Also, is uh, is blue and black and white that you wore in your house too against Shawn Michaels. Shawn in white and gold that day. That might be the best single individual gear match ever. Should we get on some more like uh, fluffier <laughs> stuff now? Uh, I feel like we've dealt with the heavy issues there with Jeff Jarrett's gear, so we'll get on some other stuff. This one's for you, Phil. It's from, uh, it's from our friends at uh, Casterol Pod, uh, at uh, Casterol Pod, excuse me, Casterol Podcast lads. Um, once Mania is over and done with, do you think it's about time WWE stripped back the amount of titles that have to allow them to concentrate on telling more compelling stories? It is title heavy, but... I don't think single titles are in reasonable health at the moment. Yeah, I don't think WWE is too bad at all. I mm. think, obviously, with the brand split, you're going to have the multiple sort of world champions thing. Yeah. And I think like they've actually done it reasonably well in recent years, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to the old brand split of old that they kind of just threw out the window whenever they kind of felt like it. Yeah. Um, it feels a bit more set, and especially now with Adam Pearce and Nick Aldis being like separate GMs, yeah. they feel like their own identities. Um, so yeah, I think fine having the two world champions, especially with Roman's reign. Like, mm. what would everybody else have done with Roman's reign going on? And the IC in the US, I think, are fine. Um, they've obviously joined the tag team belts. I think they need to just get new belts for that and get rid of the stupid brass <laughs> penny things yeah. with the blue and red straps. Yeah, I think they I'm should just four belts, get right. rid of them and put some purple straps on them at least for the Judgment Day. Like, come on, come on, guys, it's right there. Agree, hard agree. Um, so yeah, Match our glasses. Think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think the WWE belts are in too bad a state. I mean, no, I, 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 right. I get, I do sort of uh, get where Casserole's coming from, if only because I think historically, um, it's always just sort of felt like a shortcut to a story. Yeah. But now, especially if you look at like the, the the average Raw Smackdown, with the champions either being like so long-standing and like unbeatable like a Gunther and like a Roman Reigns mm-hmm. or uh, part-time slash not always around like Reigns or a Logan Paul, the prestige of the title has gone up for me. Yeah. When they are around full-time, conversely, a Seth Rollins, it feels like that title is represented by the fact that it is constantly defended and constantly worked for and worked towards. Yeah. So I feel like the strike in the balance right now, this can change, obviously. Slightly different in the women's... And the different identities of each belt as well. Yeah. Like the World Heavyweight Championship feels a lot different to the WWE Championship. Yeah. Even though they're like, well, maybe not at the same level. Mm-hmm. Romans is still like a little bit above but they feel like completely different belts whereas the IC title and the US title feel like different belts yeah the women's titles are completely dependent on the booking of the division I think like the belts are in decent health because the very very tops of the division are are as well Rhea Ripley's a massive star Becky Lynch is a huge star Uh, Eel Sky less so but she can kind of be relied upon to have the matches however and you know Bailey as well Bianca Belair there's that like top line that will always, always, always have something going on. Yeah. You've got like Charlotte Flair on the shelf at the moment, she'll be back soon. But the division is ultimately going to be defined way more by its wrestlers and its belts. You can switch those belts around wherever you want. We've seen this with the tag belts. You can put them on anybody, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the champions are just going to be credible overnight. Yeah. Until you start putting more creative care into the division, I don't think the belts stand much of a chance of getting far beyond where they are right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with the women's <clears throat> tag belts especially, like it feels like the trying yeah. at least yeah. I mean the bar is pretty low with those belts really let's face low. it yeah. but they are like trying to get something there Yeah. Um, but like, I think yeah just more care within the women's division booking top to bottom and yeah. again I think championships feel more <laughs> important when there's other stories going on alongside them because mm. like they'll be like say two other people fighting and then whoever gets that eventually gets the shot at the title yeah. and it's when you get that kind of layered in the roster 
um, in the division and that's when things feel important because everybody on that roster even right down at the bottom is mm -hmm. eventually trying to work their way up to that belt it gets forgotten doesn't it and they miss that a lot it gets forgotten like especially well AW I think with rankings are trying to bring the idea back ultimately yeah. every wrestler should go to work and be like have a tunnel visioned attempt to win a title and the angles the storylines the feuds the fights are what divert them off that path yeah like Punk and MJF is a great example of this in Magic Magic Story, but ultimately both men were wanting to win in order to win the title. CM Punk finished with MJF and went on to win the title. Yeah. Every feud should be a diversion of your singular goal, which is to win a belt. Yeah. And it's like, I think until you get that back in the division, the belts are just on the stars. Yeah. That's pretty much it, isn't it? 100%. Uh, speaking of which, a question that is kind of as simple and as complicated that we'll wrap up with the news with today from Basim Al Jalabner. I apologize if I've got your surname wrong there, Basim, at BasimJ86. Greetings, when would you put the strap on Swerve? Revolution or a later pay-per-view? I don't know. It's I tough, think isn't it? I just, so long as you do. Yeah. <laughs> at some point. Feels like it's got to be this year, this year, year it? Yeah. 100% you need to strap up Swerve. I'd probably go Revolution. Like, why not Me strike too. when the iron's hot? I don't yeah. think Samoa Joe needs, like, a huge, long title reign. Mm -hmm. He's one of the guys that can in two seconds on a promo explain anything and yeah. you completely buy into it and understand <laughs> and think he's like completely relevant going forward. Um, so I don't think that matters at all. And now with, especially with the Hangman Page storyline that's going mm. on, um, like doing that, even if he pins Hangman at that in that triple threat match and not Samoa Joe, that leaves you loads more things going yeah, forward. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, strike while the iron's hot with someone like Swerve and just strap the guy up and just send him to the moon. I agree. And then yesterday on X, uh, somebody, I think it might have been Suit Williams, posted the idea of just going big with Okada. The worry that everybody's got that it'll be normalised in AEW. Yeah. To just come in, beat Joe straight away. Like a rainmaker shock of a different kind. Yeah. Where he's immediately like establishes the top star, the man to beat, and you basically dive right into Okada main event epics for all the marbles. Um, not the worst pitch, like not the worst <laughs> yeah, pitch at all. To totally credible, like like your belt is in safe hands with the Kazuchika Okada, and yet at the same time he's suddenly a fascinating figure because there is no main event with him in it, and then all of a sudden he's at the very very top. It's yeah. sort of the most interested I've been in the idea of Okada being there as soon as I read that, and then. Then it is like, well, what do you do with Swerve? What do you do with Hangman? What about their feud? But I'm with you. I'm with you. I think Swerve, for me right now, it would be Swerve at Revolution, and then he keeps it and he works in main event and probably loses to Will Ospreay at Wembley. I think yeah. Osprey winning the title at Wembley oh, feels. Swerve would be great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, like, Osprey winning the title at Wembley after the reaction last year has felt inevitable since the yeah. news that he signed. Yeah. So, well, why not have him take it off a star as big as Swerve, especially with him having six months then to establish himself as that top guy? Yeah. That would have been my route for the belt. Love it. Um, What's. Your uh, opinion on this, on the Revolution main event and the like, let us know in the comments below. And uh, if you want to watch videos just like this one, you can check out one right here. And we will see you soon. Bye-bye now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.